Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Adam Southey here with nobody. I actually have nobody here with me today because Texas is getting hammered with unprecedented weather. It's snowing, it's iced, it's crazy over half the state maybe. No power, no electricity, no water, no nothing. But we wanted to get you guys a show out and tell everyone about this awesome sell that's coming from Rocket Print and Mail. It's going to be March 1st through March 5th. You guys know that we love Rocket Print. They had a big sale for us back in December, and they are going to run a very similar one uh, again. So if you need mail, go check them out. Give them a call. You know Deb. And in the spirit of all this, I'm going to replay an interview that we did with Deb because we love her and we uh, love the interview. So here we go. Deb, hey, how are you? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me today. I think everybody that works with us has probably heard your voice because you're the onboarding expert with Rocket Print Mail, correct? Yeah, yeah. I've I've met a lot of your guys, so great group <laughs> of guys. Really enjoy working with you. Awesome. Uh, we won't ask you about who's giving you the most headaches, but if you just want to spill the beans, we won't we won't <laughs> stop you. Probably say <laughs> uh, I think Laura's got the list. I'll have to check with her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so kind of give us a a brief rundown of what you do for Rocket Print Mail. And then I know we're going to get, we had Joy on previously, and so she was a little bit higher level. We want to get a little bit granular into what we can do to make a successful direct marketing campaign. And you're going to guide us in that way, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, you talked about Joy. Joy's the CEO. She started Postcard Mania 21 years ago, and she actually created Rocket Print for an outlet for things other than postcards. That being said, I also produce and provide postcards the same services as Postcard Mania, but we are very specialized in the fact that we can help with specialty items other than postcards. So that's really the differentiate. And I like to tell that because when you come on with us, a lot of our services, you'll see there's email like from our finance with receipts and stuff. It's Postcard Mania. We are the same company. It's just that my division really can get into specialized products other than postcards. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So what's the what's the craziest like piece of mail that you've actually created and sent out like with the craziest campaign? Not like what it was inside, but like the the actual item itself. Uh, can I plead the fifth on this? I, I you no. know yeah the thing itself that's what I want to plead the fifth on because whenever I tell some of these crazy things, people want to duplicate it, and you yeah. know there are some crazy things out there, and they can cost you know fifty dollars a piece to send. Okay. But, you know, I because I specialize in letters, I tend to be in a lot of financial instruments, so banking, investing, land. I don't see a lot of craziness because of that. I think on the postcard side, they probably see a, a bit more than I do. So off the top of my head, you know, the product itself, I've actually had, it was called, we call it shock and awe, when you get a package in the mail and it just makes you go, oh my God. I had one where it was um, a marketer for dentists and he was trying to get board on five more dentists. Uh -huh. And he sent this package with 
live ammunition in it. Wow. <laughs> this is, this so, is, that's, the, that's the same one Joy told us about. Oh, did she? Did yeah. she? Was my client. Yeah. And it was like, but the, what we had to go through with the post office to be able to send line, live ammo. Uh -huh. And it was, it was probably, it's been a few years ago. It was probably about eight years ago. Uh -huh. So I think, right. I think if I tried to do it again today, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, wouldn't go. Have. I don't think it would fly, you know, uh -huh. but that, that's one of the ones off the top of my head I think of. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I just trying to think about like the whole, I don't even know how that would go over in today. If you sent me ammo or whatever, I'd be like, heck yeah, come oh. on, send me some more. But, <laughs> but I, I don't know how else yeah. it would go. We're, we're in Texas. I'd probably have that caliber rifle or gun that they sent. <laughs> Oh, oh man. we have an arsenal at our house too. So <laughs> Florida and Texas, yes. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah. That's kind of our, our stuff, huh? Yeah, don't mess with Texas. I know all about right. that. My brother was lived there for several years. So oh, nice. Yeah. So so let's kind of get into what it takes, in your opinion, to have a successful campaign. You know, there's a lot of factors and and it's it's really different for each and every industry in every region, you know, because markets can vary, you know, based on where you're located or where you're marketing to. The things that are really most important are consistency, meaning, you know, if you ever talk to someone who hasn't had a great result or hasn't done well, it's like they tried it once and just gave up. Yeah. So it's really important to have that consistency. The other thing that's really important too is to stay on top of what's happening in your industry, what's okay. gonna get a result. And that's one of the things that we help and why we're so different than most companies out there is that Joy started this company as a marketing company. And then we brought all our own mail and you know all our printing and mailing in-house probably a couple of years after that. So we still at heart are a marketing company first, meaning we have a fully staffed department here that helps people with results. You know, okay. Hopefully I've been doing this over 20 years. I, I have enough experience to usually get someone out of a rut. But if if I can't, we can help with that. And the reason I brought that as a, up is because the other successful part is don't be afraid to test things. You know, yeah. if you're if you're getting stale or if your response rate isn't what it used to be, don't be afraid to test things. So we're, I do a lot of split testing with my clients. It's a really successful action. I don't I don't recommend anyone just decide to change completely and jump in and mail something completely different, but definitely split test it. You know, split your list in half and send half this and half half a letter, half a postcard. Whatever it is we're deciding that we're recommending that might help with that response rate. So it's just really important to be consistent and then to stay on top of it. The other third thing is track your results and track them by return on investment. Okay. So when yeah. you, I want to make, I want to, I want to stop you there. Cause I want to understand that a little bit better. Yeah. When you say track your results, you're saying track it like your ROI based on the total number of mail that went out or each individual response or like get into that a little bit deeper for me so I can make sure I'm on the same page as you. Yeah, there's two things there. You know, you want to track your response, but okay. when it comes down to it at the end of the day, who cares what your response rate is if you're making money and making good money, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's, and you know what, it goes with the dollar value. So in your industry in particular, in, in real estate, real estate investing, it really has more to do with return on investment because you only need a half a dozen really good clients to make some serious money. Yeah. Right. You know, if you're selling uh, a dollar 
ice cream cones, then that's a whole different thing, man. You need people coming through that door faster than the door will open. So it's really important to do those two things. So the first would be the response rate, which is the number of calls divided by the number of pieces that mm -hmm. you mailed. But more importantly is the return on investment. And that's the amount of money you paid, you spent on that mailing, mm -hmm. divided by, you know, and you divide that into the amount of money that you made. Yep. So, you know, it's really important to see, oh, I mailed a thousand pieces. I only got one call, but I made $5,000 off that one call and I only spent $500 on the mailer. So it's important to really look at the amount of money it's generating for you. And again, you know, I have my own feeling on responses too. I think less is better, meaning I would much rather have five people call me who are serious about doing business with me than have my phone ring all morning long with people asking to be taken off the list or how did you get my name? Are you stalking me? So, uh, so you know, there's a like lot to you guys can relate to that. Yes, oh, yeah. I feel like you're my spirit animal right now. I've been screaming that for four years in this industry. Yeah, that's why we put the offer on there instead of just saying like, hey, we want to buy your land, right? Because everyone will yeah. everyone will want to sell at market value, so then they blow you up. But if you just put the offer on there, they kind of know where you stand. Yeah. But to even get farther than that, you have so many people that come from other industries, and they want to track everything. And I know that's – Adam, it's kind of your specialty is tracking every metric that's out there in a business. And in this, like you said – Hey, yeah, you kind of have an idea what your response rate did the mail really. That's kind of my check if the mail really hit. And then y'all do that with the dashboard, you know, for the customers that you have, which is awesome, by the way. And, you know, the second piece is how much money did I make off this mailing? So I spent $10,000 on this mail, but I made 100000 back. Okay. If in hindsight, when you look at it from the the macro level or turn, you know, look backwards and you say, hey, yeah, I spent 10, but I made 100. Anybody in their right mind would do that all day, every day. But it's that investment in the marketing that a lot of people are scared of, and then they they want to track every little piece of it. And they're like, well, I had you know a 12% response rate, but I they forget that at the end of the day, the response rate doesn't matter if you made money. And so that's kind of you're you're singing my song, and I think a lot of people have problems with that, especially newer people in this industry. Yeah, it's interesting. I have a it's a true story. It was a real estate investor, and he was a good client of mine because he he actually had another business as well, and he came to me wanting to send. 200 letters mm -hmm. and i just said don't waste uh, your time yeah just there there is no way i'm doing this because what's going to happen is you're not going to get because a quarter of a percent of two 200 is nothing you're not going to get any calls and you're going to call me and complain i mm -hmm. i knew him well enough that i said that <laughs> and he just totally would not listen to me and said i'm a good customer i want you to do this and i said okay so he sent the 200 letters mm -hmm. three months later or probably two two months later, he called and complained. I never yeah. got one call off that, blah, 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 all upset. About two more months later, he calls me and said, can I do that mailing again? I go, what's going on here? A woman had got that and held on it onto it and had two properties and mm -hmm. called and had him handle both of them and he made $60,000 off something mm -hmm. he spent about 200 bucks on. Yeah. So it, and that's the other thing is, you know, People don't respond the second they get something. I'm I'm notorious for that. I I am the stick it in my basket until I have time. And three months later, I pull it out and say, oh, yeah, I was going to buy this or I was going to sell this. So that's a, that's another thing is, um, you know, I've, I haven't really got my thumb on the time sensitivity of, of your mailings yet. But I do find that is that people just for whatever reason, especially if they have a lot of money, if they're upward mobile doing a lot of things, you know, busy in life. Those kind of things are like, yeah, I should do that. And then they throw it to the side. It's like they don't need the money today, but then when they get to it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
Hey, Deb, I have a couple of uh, questions about measuring stuff. I don't know if you've actually measured this. So if you haven't, you can just kind of tell me like what you think on your opinion. But just off of stuff that we see in the industry, right? Some people send one page letters and some send a two page letter. Do you have, have you ever tracked which one gets a better response rate or do you have an opinion on it or what do you think? You know, that's interesting and I'll, I'll be sure to share it with you. I have someone right now that converted to a, one of your guys that yeah. converted to a one page. He just wanted to see it. The truth is with the volume rate you guys get, it's not, it doesn't save any money, but he just thought it might respond better. So what he did is he put the offer down in the very bottom, like on the last panel, we put it on there. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, I've asked a lot of people and again, casual Fridays group members, how many people actually like fax back or send back that form? Mm -hmm. It's a very small number is what I get reported back to me. Mm -hmm. But I think the the important part of it and Justin touched on it is I think it makes gives it validity. Yeah. So my gut instinct is it gives it validity and I wouldn't get rid of it. But I do have someone who's testing on one page. So I'll, I'll be glad to share that information with awesome. you to find out more. Nice. Awesome. What yeah. about I've been getting because other investors mail us on property that we have just they don't even look and see who it, who it is. But anyway, the point is some people put their name on it and they make it kind of personal and others just leave a name completely off of it. Do you think by having more of a personal offer that it could do better? Much better. Yeah. Much better. There's industry standards and there's actually a stat that says that 90 um, percent of people it's appealing to them to have something personalized sent to them. There's even a further stat that says 78% of people who get a personalized piece piece of mail are more likely to buy. Wow. So there's a huge difference. I've done a lot of split testing in my life and personalizing a piece, I've never seen it respond less than 200%. So double. Uh, personalizing something will double it. What happens, especially with the letter, is when you leave a blank or you put a current resident, now, all of a sudden, it's became something that, oh, this is junk. They're sending it to everybody. Yeah. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. And that's kind of, I know you want to talk about other products. That's one of the issues with postcards as well is, uh, you know, give me, don't get me wrong. We, we move about 4 million postcards a week here, and there's definitely a niche for them. <laughs> and there's definitely a niche for them. But when you're, when you're approaching someone about, one of their largest investments that they probably hold, you know, to send a postcard comes across as a marketing, a little more gimmicky, not personalized and not reputable. So okay. you guys are doing the right thing as far as, and I don't have to tell you that because you guys have your own successes, but you're doing the right thing as far as personalizing it and putting it in an envelope. Those are two big pluses. Yep. The, the second piece of that, I think maybe I misunderstood your question, but what about for us, like as the buyer, since we're sending them an offer and they're going to be the seller, it's personalized with their name, but with our name on it. Because we see some people that don't put actual, you know, hey, the purchasing manager's Justin. They'll put just okay. their company name. Yeah. Yeah. As us as the person sending the letter. Do you, I guess that's yeah. what I was asking. Because yeah. they don't even tell you who to call back or who to respond. They just right. give you a number. Yeah. So you guys are doing the right thing there, too, because, again, now it just gives it validity because there's a okay. real person attached to it that they're going to talk to, that they're going to deal with on the letter itself. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Some people do what I call and it's not an industry thing. It's just what I call it. I call it a blind envelope. Some mm -hmm. people don't put a return address. Mm -hmm. And that's just because now you can't determine what's in it without opening it. So yep. there is there is that strategy out there. However, uh, in your vertical market and in other financial markets, I've split tested like your double window against that blind envelope and the double window gets a higher response. 
Okay. I think it feels like it's an invoice or it's something official, but it does get a higher response. You don't see that very often with that double window, but you certainly do with what you guys are promoting. Okay, great. Glad to hear we're moving in the right direction. Yeah, and for yeah. all you people that are scared to put your name on there, <laughs> get it together. Personalize yeah. it. Make it personal. That's funny because I actually had that, and I reached back out to the guys like, hey, man, yeah, I'll sell it to you at your price. And then he'd call me. Then it, Now I had a name at that point when he reached back out. And I was like, I said, man, I couldn't find your name anywhere on this, so I didn't know how to start my email back to you. So I just had to write, hey, Dash, yeah. you know, I'm interested in this. Let's talk. And versus being like yeah. whatever the guy's name is, hey, Justin, you know, I appreciate the offer. This is what I want to do. So, I mean, I, I think the personalization is its key takeaway on both that. And you're hearing it from the expert in the industry. I mean, it's not like you're hearing it from just two random guys that talk in their basement on their, mm-hmm. on their microphone. We, we're having the, the experts on this tell you that. So personalize, personalize, personalize. Yeah, it's all very important. And on that note to websites, it's so important to have an excellent looking website that interacts with people nicely, but put it on your letters. Some people think, oh, I don't want to put my website on there because then they're going to go there and not call me. It's quite the opposite. If you don't put your website on there, they're going to want to know who the heck you are and they're going to Google you and guess what's going to happen. Someone else is going to pay for that Google click and take your lead from you. So if you give them your website, they're going to go directly to your website. They're going to check you out and then they're going to feel comfortable enough to call. That's another statistic that over 98% of all people interested in you or your product will actually go to your website first. It's just the era we live in. Yeah, that's amazing. Now the technology's there. You can figure out who it is. I had a customer, he was buying a property from me. He's like, hey, can you give me some personal references? And I was like, man, today's market, you can find me on every social media platform. You can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You know, here's a couple of my other company names. So you can can look at those up if you want as well. And that was, he's like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, now I know who, I got a good feeling of who you are and see the professionalism dealing with. So that's a that's a great takeaway. Yeah, and honestly, I've seen that help increase response rates too. Is putting those logos at the bottom of your letter. Oh wow! It, yeah. it just gives you more validity because there are a lot of people out there that are just doing this shooting from the hip. They're not reputable. They've never done it before. So I've found I've seen some really high increases in response rate just by putting all of those on your letter. Wow! I'm gonna I kind of want to throw a challenge out to Deb. Like she's, yeah. she's, she's, she's been talking about split testing. She's got these great ideas. Like I'm, I'm halfway tempted to say, Hey Deb, I've got 20,000 pieces of mail in the bank with you right now that I'm going to send out. If you could make my letter yours, I would use that as a split test. And we could see if, if Deb, the expert could make our letter better than it already is and see what we get back as a response rate. Oh, Deb, I would love that. Are you I up would to love it? That. Yeah, I'm okay. into it. You got card launch. I, I, you know, I have 20,000 left out of the 60,000 I bought from you at the beginning of the year. So Tell you what, you make my letter, you adjust it how you think needs to be adjusted, use the same information in it, and then we'll send that on the next 20000 It'll give us something to talk about a little bit later in the yeah, year. Yeah, let's do it. Perfect, perfect. Do you like it, Adam? Yeah, I mean, it's too late now. You already committed to it, but yeah. <laughs> I, I tend to do that for us a lot, right? I commit before I ask you. Justin just comes up with harebrained ideas all the time and expects me to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. The, the we'll say dreamer and the tactician. <laughs> That's the secret to success. Yeah. Just a fine sky. Yeah. Fine just sky. decide. We're going to do this and do it. And, yep. you know, most of the time it works out. And when it doesn't, who cares? Because all the other times worked out. Yep. <laughs> we we didn't just bet the farm on it. We, yeah. we just bet a couple chickens. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the type deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We're just putting half the chickens in one coop and the other half in another. You'll still have all the chickens. 
Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I may agree with that. Justin's ideas will bet every chicken that I, we have. I believe betting on the house. I, I bet the house and the farm. That's why I don't gamble anymore because I, I have uh, done well sometimes and I have not done so well sometimes. But we're still here. We're still smiling and we're loving life out of it. So what else you got? Let's talk about trends. You talked about uh, staying on top of your game. Is there any trends lately that you've been seeing that you feel like we should talk about? I know you all have um, small business everywhere or is that everywhere small business? Everywhere small business. Yeah. What's going on that you see? Yeah, so that's and it kind of it kind of goes back to me talking about putting those logos on your letter, you know, the Facebook, the Instagram, what you know where you're at, because mm-hmm. and and that stat, you know, that 98% of people are going to go to your website. So mm-hmm. it's a new ball game out there, meaning the mail's as effective as it always has been, but now there's a smarter way to capture leads and follow up with them and stay in front of them, you know. Back before we had everywhere small business, you sent your mail and you sent it consistently, consistently, consistently. We still believe in consistency, but now with everywhere small business, the whole idea is once you have someone interested in your product, you now have a way to follow them. And when I say follow them, it's first of all, you drive them to your website as we talked. And when they leave the website, there's banner ads that follow them that say, hey, call Justin, call Adam. We'll buy today for cash, blah, 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 whatever that small. And then that's interactive, meaning they can call you or they can click on it and come back to your website. The other thing is the social media part of it, which we just we upload the the list that you provide and we do as Facebook does it. Facebook and Instagram, they'll do a match. They'll find those people on their on as their subscribers. And then we put those banner ads through the news feed. So now instead of mailing something once and having someone like me throw it in their inbox basket for three months. You know, I've went to the website, it's in my inbox now, just like when I go to Nordstrom's and look at shoes, it's in front of me every day until I, until I click on it and it comes back. I've bought more shoes because of this tool. Um, but it's the same thing. If you guys have ever went to Dick's Sporting Goods and looked at something and then you looked at your on your webpage and it was there, that's the same thing. You had interest, you went there, you went to the website, you left and now now we're going to stay in front of you until you remember what it was you needed and give that call. So that's a really big part. And then yeah. you also touched on one thing we have in our dashboard that's a huge feature that I don't think you guys have had in the past is mail tracking. Yeah. So it's really, it's more that peace of mind thing, what you talked about, Justin, about I wonder if the phone's ringing yet, if the fo- mail's hit, at least you can go in there and you can see. It yeah. tells when it left here, when it's projected to hit, and then it confirms when it hits. So just a nice other f- online feature for everyone, peace of mind to know that the mail's out there and when it's going to hit. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the one of the funnest things for us is like it's that sense of excitement that you know the mail's about to hit or it's kind of like that about to have that first kiss. You don't know if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. It's just that that <laughs> that moment before you lean in. And sometimes it's the first couple calls are not the good kiss. No. They they kind of they kind of hurt a little bit. Come on, it seems like they uh, that kiss could come on really fast too. We Justin and I were about a week earlier than we found on this yeah. last set of last set of mailers, which he called me. He's like, "Are you sitting down?" I'm like, "You can't start a conversation like that." <laughs> but he's like, "Yeah, our mail's already hitting." And we were, we had expected a week later, so that was a good surprise. Yeah, it was a real good surprise. Then we had a high <laughs> volume of calls in like three days. Yeah, oh, it was crazy. So. Yeah, you get to kiss you get to kiss kiss all the frogs and find the princes out of that. <laughs> well, we don't look for princes. We look for princesses. <laughs> okay. Yes, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, Deb. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> we are explicit, but not that kind of show. Well, let's uh, let's. I want to get you back into your day because I know you've got a full day, and we appreciate you kind of working through your lunch hour with us on this. But I want you to give us one 
wisdom of nugget after 20 years in this industry, like if you could tell anybody that's on the fence about mail marketing or doing it, just one big nugget of wisdom and just kind of leave us with that. And that's how we'll end the show. Yeah, it works. It works. Results. It works. Do it and stay with it. Don't let one bad experience keep you from, you know, fulfilling your goals and dreams because it'll get you where you want to get. And we can help with that. We can help with the matrix on what you need, but you need to, you have to do it. You have to decide and do it and stick with it. Awesome. Consistency (laughs) and taking action. And that's, I think that's common amongst a lot of the entrepreneurs that we see and the advice that we give is you got to get started, but you got to be consistent with it and actually give it a go. Don't just give it just a, I tried it this one time and it didn't really work. Yeah. 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 And don't be afraid of too many calls. There's always <laughs> a way to handle those. Yep. The backside of it's not fun, you know, when yeah. you're sitting waiting and you only get one or two. So don't be afraid of too many calls. A lot of people say that I'm just too afraid I'll get too many calls. Well, that's a really best problem in the world to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oops. I'm going to make too much money. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, then, uh, Deb, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate yeah. it. We do. We, uh, yeah, thanks. And you know what? We were talking about Everywhere Small Business. If anyone out there is is interested in it and adding it to their current package or placing a new order, I'll take 20% off the Everywhere Small Business if they mention that they, they saw this today. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. one more ad lib. I think we're going to get to see you in person at the live event. You're going to come yeah. down and talk to us at, at, at live. So those that have bought the ticket to the live event, you're going to get to meet Deb High Fiver in person. So we're super excited about that. And uh, we look forward to getting to spend some time one-on-one with you versus virtually and on the phone like we do with you so much now. Yeah, I look forward to it. I know it's going to be a lot of fun. I got to sharpen up my golfing skills. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. There's there's holes up close. So you don't have to. It's just real easy. You just, we're just It's like, how do you want to explain it? Darts, bowling, driving range all in one. You don't yeah. have to be Tiger Woods. Yeah, you don't have to be good to play. Yeah. If you've never been to Top Golf, it's the flag is in the middle and then they've got score for around it, but they have holes everywhere and the holes are 40 feet wide. So, I mean, it's yeah. not like it's like regular golf. It's, it's more of how much can you drink and hit the ball forward? So, Sounds like my kind of game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Deb. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you. Bye now. Thank you. Bye.